Do you get so excited when a new podcast comes out because you know after you listen to it, your whole day is going to be better? And did you know that that comes out twice a week, which is actually quite a lot for a podcast, but it's only twice a week. What if you could have me in your pocket every single day of the week, helping you, guiding you, telling you funny stories, and just helping you to ace your life? Well, this is something that I am doing, and it's for very special people in my community. And if you are interested in finding out more information about it, it's going to be a container of ladies who want to work with me one-on-one. And I've put a link below that you can click on just to do a quick little call and see if it's something that would work for you. And I would love to talk to you about it. So go check it out. And if you are interested in having me in your pocket all day long, let me know. Hey, gorgeous people. This is the Ace Your Life Show, and I'm your host, Amy Elkman. I'm here to bring a little sunshine into your life every time you listen. Isn't it time to stop waiting for people to read your mind to be happy? I can't wait to share some really funny stories, some interviews, and some favorite things to give you an instant jolt of joy. Don't you deserve that? This podcast is about choosing to feel good, laughing your face off, learning some cool stuff, and figuring out how to ace your life. So go grab a cup of coffee and let's dive in. Thank you. It's such an honor. Oh, it's such an honor to have you here. So, okay. So you and I met at the retreat with Kathy Heller. What a beautiful week that was. I mean, just, I think we, I know I came back just floating on a cloud and feeling like Mm -hmm. life is so wonderful and perfect. And then, yeah, it was so great. And you got to speak at the retreat, which was just, I mean, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. So for my audience, I would love for you just to introduce yourself and also just say what you do and how you found out about this way of living in the last three years. I know you've been doing a lot of this work that I've been doing too, and also um, what you do and, and, and how that's going. So just kind of give us a little overview of, of talk please. Thank you, Amy. And yes, that week was amazing and it was very interesting you know how Kathy said the first day that when you leave this retreat people are not even some of them are not even going to be able to recognize you yeah um so I I remember I went to like a meet and greet at my son's school and I saw one of my clients I'm sure I like and she was like oh my god I didn't recognize you it was like oh my goodness um you're glowy glowy (laughs) yes oh that retreat was oh my gosh the best thing Mm, I know um so my entrepreneur journey started in 2019 around April springtime I am a mother of two boys at that time they were two and four um I was just at the lowest of the lowest I think in my life with like postpartum depression um I was not happy with the way my body looked there was just so much that was just bringing me down. I always say this, and I'm going to say this again. If you, if someone who is closer to you and you see these changes and you see the negativity, or you see just this gloomy halo all around them, just let them know that, you know, if you can't help, like, you know, have them reach some help. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish someone had told me about it that I'm living in depression because when you are, you really cannot tell yourself. It's no. like years later and you realize like how I didn't cry, I didn't laugh. It was just it's not that like, you know, I had a rocky marriage or my kids were healthy. I mean, my kids were healthy, these beautiful boys, my husband is I is amazing to say the least it was just something inside me that wasn't letting me recover and I was and I thank Martha Beck's book The Way of Integrity I love her Finding Your North Star is one of my favorite books 
and that yeah. I read three years ago and it really changed everything for me too. I love Martha Beck. Yes. But anyway, I'm going to have to read that one. Yeah. Oh, it's so, Martha so Beck. good. But I think you found your North Star. You're good. You don't even have to read this one. <laughs> this um, is for people starting out. Yeah. <laughs> and I realized like how much I was out of alignment with myself. I love meeting people. I love socializing. I love solving problems, but I kind of just put myself in a box where it was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to go outside? There was a lot going on. We moved from Pakistan to here. I was, I, I had studied here and I was brought up here, but then when I got married, I moved to Pakistan for a year and a half. Um, when I came here, I was eight months pregnant. And then when I had Wally, I had a hemorrhage during my giving during my delivery process all of that like it took me 10 months to just recover from the whole birth process and then Wally and Momin are 20 months apart and in between (laughs) that I had a gallbladder surgery I lost my grandma who I was so close to so there was just like like this hammering down Uh um so this is a message for a lot of people who are who just want to find a way. I have so many women who reach out who say they have young children, they have this business idea, should they just wait? So here's what I'm going to tell you. Both of my kids were at home, they're boys, so everyone, I mean any toddler, boys or girls, I don't think there's much of a difference anyways, but both of them were so energetic. Um, I realize I don't want to send them to a Montessori or like to a daycare. They wouldn't even go to Montessori. They were so young, the younger one. Um, And then I realized I was like, okay, so what is it that I can do while staying at home? Mm -hmm. So while Mean started 2019, just out of my guest bedroom, I took out the bed, put a few stands out and everything like it's amazing. You know how those, the hanger stands for dresses, they're like $80, $90 each. And some of them, even the good ones are like 120 I was like, oh my God, it's just the start of a business. I cannot like invest someone in just like, a, you know, just a stand or like. Mm-hmm. So I looked up uh, on Facebook, on Marketplace, and there was this lady who had a dance studio who was closing it down and she gave them away for $8. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? I mean, like, it's, so it's awesome. just once you take your little, once you get out of your little box, like the whole universe tries to conspire and makes your dream come true. Yeah. So, little, I still remember, like, we didn't have any money. We were in debt, in fact, with Wow Meme. Like, I went to open a bank account and they were like, oh, you have a 12, there's a, an offer for 18 months, 0%. Um, and I think I had a limit of like six, 7,000. So my first order that I ordered from back home was like $750. I started a Facebook page. I did not have a website. I did not know of anyone or at least the people that I thought would come never came until now. Right. That always happens. Like you're I know. It's always like, Oh my God, this one and this one, and this one yeah. is going to be so interested. Um, and then you realize, Nope they're not showing up yeah and then once you're established and it's great they're like oh you're so brilliant how did you do this but when you're starting out everybody's like she's crazy what is she doing like that I think they're in the audience and they're like okay let's wait see how that goes for her so um that so the starting process I have to give my husband a lot of credit I just took the tiny bits that I had and put them together. Mm-hmm. Um, where I live, there's a lot of South Asian community. I thought people needed something that was reasonably priced mm-hmm. um, and something in the middle, nothing too high, nothing too low, just nice clothes. I knew that with the kids, I wouldn't be able to travel back and forth. So starting like my own product line wouldn't make it. It was just not possible at that time. So I just basically like just imagine having Gap and H&M and Ann Taylor in a different country where it's not available, but you have like the nicest tops and like the new stuff and people buy it. And that's what I thought. I was like, if someone needs to go to a dinner and they need it today, they don't, they're not going to wait two weeks 
for it to come from Pakistan and then paying for it is another thing, like whether which credit card to use, foreign transactions, all of that. Um, so that started rolling just off of Facebook. It was just off of Facebook. And then this is our third year. Knock on wood, we will make six figures this year. Ah! Yes. It started so, with literally buying $8 racks off of Facebook and an idea, basically. And an idea. And was- it, I started off with just an idea and a lot of debt to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's just keep it that way. Last yeah. year, I paid everything off. So we are debt free as of now, but I have many wild adventures I want <laughs> I, mean, I to take chances in. I mean, you're the, the things that you have made happen this year is just mind blowing. And I was so inspired by your speaking and telling about how you started your business, but then how it grew and then how you got inspired. And then also the things that you've manifested, like your trip to California and your joining the mastermind. I mean, that is not an inexpensive thing. And I felt the same way. I was like, who am I to do something that is so expensive, but so it just like, every time I thought about it, I wanted to cry. Like I was just wanting it so badly. I knew that it would change everything. I didn't know what that would even mean, but did you kind of feel that same way about it? And how did you make that happen? Okay, so let me tell you a little story. So I encountered encountered Kathy's podcast in 2020, around New Year's. So it was basically end of 2020 and start of 2021. I was driving back from a chiropractor because I had a pretty serious accident in October 2020. And after COVID started, I used to take in-person appointments and I could not longer do that. For So for the entire 2020 and never, even into 21, I never took any in-person appointments, which changed everything. You have noticed too, once you're in Target, for example, we end up spending way more than what we... So right. the, the revenues were... They were, I still made more money than the year before, but it was just very a lot of hard work. Um, and I felt so lonely. I was like, okay, so this is turn. I wanted it to be a tunnel, but it's turning out to be a cave. Um, <laughs> so what am I doing? Um, and I just was like, and my sister works for a, a corporate job. No one is doing anything like what I am doing. So it's just like, you're just sitting there. And so I still remember it was 2020 best of 2020 episodes where she does like clips from all the best shows she has done I was like holy moly I think I resonate so much with her I mean I think once you listen to Kathy for 10 minutes it's you're a fan yeah you're hooked you're like yeah exactly (laughs) yeah yeah Um, I felt the same way the first time I listened to her too and it was so amazing like how when I still remember like she did the five day thing that she usually does um for a launch and I was like who are the and I still remember it was ready uh what is it made to do this and I think it was like around 3500 around that price and I was folding laundry and I was like will I ever have this type of money to you know join this type of programs and I used to think okay one day when I'm gonna grow my business I'm gonna be on her show that one day I always thought was six years later Mm -hmm. um and then for that year my goal was to so the year before in 2020 I made 30,000 in revenue so I always write like writing goals down I think it helps it's like a message to the universe that I want this make it happen (laughs) I wrote down 60,000 and by September, we closed the books at 60,000 in nine months. And I got on, wrote an email to Kathy and all I said was, thank you so much for, you know, just changing the face of my business. Yeah. 
And she was like, do you want to come on live? And I, I had never done a live. I hated showing my, you know, face. I know what I have no pictures. I have no pictures on my meme. I hardly show up on social media. I was like, okay, I'm going to say yes, because this is my opportunity to say thank you to her yeah. for the difference she has made. There was one time that we agreed on, but that didn't work out. So then I was like, she's so busy. She's going to forget about it. Um, and then randomly, you know, how now I know how Kathy is. So she, I was putting my kids to sleep and I'm in the um, Eastern Center time. She's in Pacific West Coast. So she was like, do you want to come on live right now? And I was like, okay, just give me 20 minutes. They're about to sleep. And I'm thinking yeah. like, okay, I need, I don't even know. First, we thought we were going to do it from the laptop. Turned out you cannot do a live from the laptop. Oh, I know. Um, yeah, it would make life so much easier if yes, we could. And then, <laughs> and then it was so funny. We like got all the lights. My husband quickly put a picture on the wall. I was <laughs> sitting on my nursing chair. It was, it was, it was amazing. And then Kathy and I talked for like an hour on the live. It's, it's awesome. amazing how sometimes we are so afraid. And I think sometimes we just reject ourselves, like without even giving ourselves a chance. So yeah. the next morning, it was, I was, I kept on thinking, I was like, it would be so amazing if she would make an episode out of it. Like, and the you next day, that. I thought that I was yeah. like, okay, so this could be my chance to be on her podcast. Yeah. The next day, Emma reaches out to me and she's like, if you don't mind, I'm going to send you the recording. If you want to cut anything out, go ahead. Um, let me know and we will put it out. And I didn't even listen to it again. I was like, just put it I out. I, yeah, I, it's, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I mean, I, at that point, I was like, I'm not li interested in listening to my voice. Like I just dread that type of stuff. Anything that includes me has to go out. Yeah. And so 2022 so this is an October 2021 I interviewed with Kathy right after that interview I had so many women reach out to me it was just like you gave us so much hope a lot of them started their own businesses and I was like okay so I have all this energy who love what I've just done but they're not interested in the product they are interested in the process and me and how I was able to do it. So then right away I started, let's come forward. Um, Cause I wanted, I wanted to bring everyone forward who was reaching out to me. And I took the leap of taking abundant ever after at that time, I never had the money for abundant ever after it was, I think 35, $4,500 program, but I paid it off in three months um the sales went up and it was just a different energy i think one piece that we keep on missing it's our vibration it's our energy it's what we want for ourselves not your mom not your husband not your kids it's what you want and you have to ask for it yeah and you don't have to ask for it to like other people you just give yourself the permission to just manifest it and yes. that's the bottom line. It's so and when, when you finally give yourself that permission, like I feel like so many of my friends and acquaintances and people that I work with, we're always asking permission. I don't know why women do that. I do it all the time. Like, is it okay if I, you know, eat this or if, is it okay if I order this? Or, I mean, even in real life, like silly little stupid things, but especially when it comes to your business. Like, I don't know why we get so much of our validation from other people when really once you tap into that inside and you're okay there and you're permissive there, then things just start falling in your lap. Don't you feel? And things have always been there. That's how I feel. But we keep, we just have the worst, like, Blocks. rear view mirrors just blocking out like you know we don't want to see them we don't remember them if someone gives a compliment we just think they're being generous because you are not Gosh, worthy God. of it so mm -hmm. like oh my gosh none of it and now that i've realized it, it has nothing to do with the culture it's 
of women's syndrome all over the world, which we need to change. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but after the, I had this year a 21k month, where in one month <gasps> I made $21,000, which is equivalent to what I made the entire year of my first year. Oh my gosh. I had a very similar story to that too, but you keep going. I love it. So keep going, keep going. (laughs) And then Kathy came out with the mastermind program and it was, I saw the price and I was like, (laughs) first I looked at the description. I was like, I want all of that. And then it was like, (laughs) where do I get it from? And then I was like, I, and then I spoke to her and then, you know, the minute you spoke to Kathy, there's like, no way out of it and I, I think what she says is the truth it's not like she's giving you any false hope it's just what she believes and what she could she can see which we unfortunately fail to see in ourselves and then I was like you know what Kathy wow meme is not gonna pay for the mastermind let's come but. forward it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna pay for it I'm still taking money away from wow meme for this but I know it's going to happen. It's I am launching a mastermind program of my own for women who want to start a business or who who have a business and they kind of are at the spot where I was when I met Kathy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's supposed to be a tunnel. It's not supposed to be a cave. I and love then, that analogy. I haven't heard that before. That's a good one. I spoke to Richie Norton yesterday. So that's another story um, that I would love to share. And this is the analogy he gave me. And I was like, he was like, it's not, it's supposed to be a tunnel. It's not a cave. So just get through it and get out of it. Yeah. And it's absolutely. So this is like the money part of what I was doing for myself. Another thing that I must include is the California trip. So ever since when I started the program, and never after I went back the other day to check something and on the first day it wrote I want a month-long trip to California in July August and I kind of forgot about it June came and one day I was just washing the dishes and I was like nothing really worked out with California um and I wrote a message to Kathy I was like is the Malibu retreat going to be included in the mastermind? And at that time she said, no. It's a, oh, so I have you I to thank for that. Thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that came out of nowhere. And I was like, yeah. oh, yay, we get to go to this. I was, she was like, no, we are going to just have that November retreat. I'm really looking forward yes. to it. She told me, she was like, you messaged and started thinking about it. A few days later, the Malibu retreat came and I still remember I was having very cold feet about the mastermind. I did pay the advance, but I was just like, you know how sometimes you contemplate, you're like, oh my God, that amount of money, I can do so much with that amount oh, of money. And I Because we are so used to, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, we are so used to the fact of like not spending money on ourselves. I'm sure you didn't yes. think about like, spending it on yourself it was like right. oh I'll do this for the house yeah I'll do this for my husband I'll do this yep. for the kids which is totally fine yeah but but it's you who shines everywhere in the house so if yes. you cannot dim your light it's so true and when when you're happy and filling your cup up and you're feeling great in your skin then everybody benefits Like I say that all the time and my whole podcast, my listeners are women just like us who are, you know, used to being a mom. Maybe they're not moms, but they're always used to putting everyone before them, putting themselves at the bottom of the to-do list and just wanting permission to feel good. And, and how do you go about feeling good in your life every day and not feeling guilty about it? So that's kind of what they're all thinking about. And, and, and I'm trying to just let everybody know that, you know what, it's first, it doesn't, it's not always free, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's go for a walk, go take a bath, you know, or right. start to meditate or whatever. But the permission is the most important thing. Like you said, like, just give yourself permission to feel good and then watch all the beautiful things that just start to 
fall into place and into your life, the synchronicities, all the great stuff. So I love, and I love your story about how you were going to go to California and, and try to, you know, spend less money. And then the hotel wouldn't let you. And so it was like, you ended up getting the best room. It was absolutely amazing. amazing. I mean, like we got there, we got the upgraded car. There oh, were a few oh, more right. upgrades. Like, so we basically took a three week trip, which was nowhere in the plans. And it was not like we had this money. I already used this money towards the mastermind. I love my husband and I, but it's amazing. He was like, so you do realize there's like, this chunk of money going towards the mastermind then we are spending this chunk on the three-week vacation then we also sent our kids to a private school this year oh um and i was like you count all that money i don't because i know it's gonna happen um and it's like the look on his face even this because i am going to the lux retreat at kathy are oh how wonderful that's awesome. And let me tell you, that retreat was paid for in a way that I could have never thought it fit. Because that's all how I it did. Works. That's how it works. It's like once you just kind of let it all go and stop trying to figure it all out and make and hustle and grind. And so I don't know if you know this, I'm a realtor and I've been mm-hmm. a realtor forever for like 20 years. And I would, and I was like, I'm like you, I was a stay at home mom. And I wanted to do something where I could be at home with the kids, but also go show a house, sell a house, whatever. But I didn't work very much. I worked like, I would sell like one house a year or something like that, just Mm -hmm. to kind of help. And also my husband remodels houses. So I would help sell those houses. So that was kind of the whole plan is that I could bring in a little bit of money here and there. And then the same thing happened to me, like three years ago, I started discovering all this. I discovered Kathy and some other brilliant mentors that I would listen to their podcasts or read their books or whatever. And then I did this thing. I wrote a check and it was the stupidest amount that I'd ever seen on a check. Like I'd never even made more than I think $50,000 a year in all my 20 years put together. So I was like, you know what? I am going to make $100,000 this year. I don't have any clients. I don't even have a listing. I don't have any prospects. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm so fired up with all this stuff I've been listening to and I'm meditating and I'm doing all these things. So I wrote myself a check for $100,000 and I dated at the end of the year. And lo and behold, things just started happening. People called me out of the blue and said, we list my house. And then this other person, then I would meet somebody at that house. Another person would come in. Oh, we love you. Look, can you help us? Sure. And would you believe that that year that was in 2020 in the pandemic and COVID when you couldn't even go anywhere for a while, I ended up making $200,000. And I didn't even know that was possible. Like, I was like, I can't, I don't, that has never happened in my whole life. And it was so fascinating. But then here's the other thing that you do. Something Mm -hmm. like that happens. And then your ego goes, oh, well, that was a one-off. That's never going to happen. You got lucky. But that's so amazing. I I know. It was so great. And the, the best part is that the next year in 2021, I was still doing all the things. And I still didn't really have any client. I mean, I would just get a client here and there at an open house or whatever. And I was like, it'll never happen again. And I did it again in 2021. Now here I am in 2022 and I'm kind of pivoting. Like I'm still doing real estate, but I'm really into, you know, all this great stuff that we're doing. I'm also, Mm -hmm. and I started a podcast, which we're on right now. Do you say you started it this year? Yes, I turned awesome. 50 on December 30th of 2021 and I gave myself I just said for my 50th birthday I'm going to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it was because of Kathy's program that I took which was amazing and I would highly recommend I'm going to drop it in the show notes because it is awesome. It really does the podcast. The yeah. podcast course is amazing. Now we get that through the mastermind mm-hmm. so you already have that in your um thing. But anyway, wait, you've already You've already done that with Abundant Ever After, probably, right? Yeah, we got it with that, but I never. 
You haven't done it yet. Looked into it. I oh, haven't well, done it yet. Well, <laughs> you'll get one one day. Yeah. It's so amazing and fun. And but another funny thing is that I have never wanted to interview people because I've always been afraid of the technology, of being on camera, of all the just the ego, you know, like, oh, who am I to do that? I don't know. What, what, why would anybody want to talk to me about this kind of stuff? But when I went to the retreat, I got so excited. And I met so many beautiful women. I mean, you and I didn't know each other until the retreat. And then I just remember hugging you after one of those breath work things. And I was like, I want to work together. I want to do what I can to help your business. And I would love to interview you. And you were like, yes, let's do it. So when you just open up your heart and your mind and just put it all the resistance down, it's amazing. It's just amazing what it's right there in front of you. And we just have to reach out and grab it. But so hard to do, right? Sometimes. I think it's also the people around you as well. There's there's a certain group that I know I cannot miss. Unfortunately, I cannot just cut them out. And it's usually that group for everyone. We all know yes. what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> the minute you walk in, all those the cloud nine you are on, which you deserve to be yes. on. You are the best thing that happened in this world god created you for the reason look at us and look at everything else we are given everything at the best level and yet we sit there and we have the time to cry about things and and i used to feel the same way oh my gosh look at me i stopped seeing my friends i was and i was literally just like suffocating myself and it was so unfair to my husband it was so unfair to my kids cuz it wasn't their fault. They're not stopping me from anything. I think one thing that we need to let go of is the word fear. I think if we replace it with faith, then everything kind of just takes care of it. Oh, I love um, it. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important. You can wake up today and there's so many, a hundred of negative things you can wake up with. Oh, I think I have cancer. Oh, my spouse is going to die of cancer god forbid what's going to happen and if you not there there's uh, this is how i say you see there are certain problems that can be solved with the money but there are so many problems that money can't solve for you and you kind of have to do it for your own self so yeah. this is where i drew the line recently after the retreat with all the love that I received. And I think that retreat was so magical also because of Kathy, but just the women that were there, the energy was amazing. And that place was amazing. Oh, um, so beautiful. So work on yourself because money is not going to fix that. Yeah. But for others, let your money fix their problems that can be fixed with money. Yeah. Um, and I tell you another like amazing story and it happened to, like it's an ongoing thing. So recently what I started was I knew of a woman in Pakistan who lost her daughter at the age of 10. She they had to move to a different place. It was an apartment. The construction company didn't do a good job. Like she fell from fourth floor. Um <sighs> Oh. It was she was on a ventilator for like a month, but then she passed away. And I never saw her getting out of that. I mean, you cannot, but it was just so and then when especially when you are so financially like in a struggle that you cannot, it's hard to move on. Mm-hmm. So my sister and I came up with this project for her where she would cook so she has other three children so she doesn't have to get out of the house she would cook because I used to donate money to different like we would get a restaurant to make certain amount of food and we would um, give it to the people who cannot afford it and there are so many people around there so we paid her for that food for cooking right so it's a job she has became a cook and so we pay her, then she makes food and serves 10 different families. Oh my gosh. And it's just, and like, I tell you, it's, uh, it's like, and it's you, changed and I'm her gonna life. have it on my website within two months, 
you should see the changes in her. She bought a TV for her house. Um, she buys the stuff she wants. And she only gets $20 paid. It's oh not God. like she's getting like, you know, an enormous amount. So we just came up. I just am working with her and a couple of other people to start charity and start raising funds so we can feed those families every week. Oh, Maybe that's... every day if we raise enough funds. Yeah. So just $75 feeds, pays for pays to her, supports three local businesses, supports a rickshaw driver, and 10 families get fed with $75. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Okay. If there is some way that you can put that link in my, I want you to send me that so that we, anyone who's listening, if they want to donate to that, wouldn't that be amazing? Yes, the link should be up by this weekend. I'm okay. working on it. So many people reached out. Yeah. So I was in this dilemma of like, I want this to be very, very transparent. I, yes. what about I start a nonprofit because so many people at the retreat mm-hmm. were so intrigued by the work that I have started to do. And I would love the funds and start like, you know, actually, start see it forming into like a school and then a food project and then we are empowering women which is going to empower the entire community yeah so I get a client on last weekend and she was here and she had these two beautiful kids who were like basically my kids age and you know sometimes it's so amazing certain people walk in and it's like cold energy there's you know, they buy the stuff, they walk out. Yeah. But certain people who walk in, they have this energy as if you have met them so many times. Did it feel at the retreat too? I saw so many women and I was like, I have seen them. Are they from my high school? What's going on here? Um, And then it's just like meant, we were meant to be connected. And she walks in and then she is, she, she, she had a wedding to go to. So she was trying on stuff. And then she was like, is it? And we, it was just like, you know, different things like about the clothing, what she should get. She was just, and she was like, you know what? Let me come back and pick these outfits up because I just need to go run, do something else. Um, and I made an appointment with another lady. So if you don't mind, if I go check out her stuff and then come back and then decide, I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. And she left. And then she came back and we started talking about the retreat in Malibu like we just started talking about the like what how her summer was and what she had done and I told her about my California trip and she was like and I was like I'm just and she told me she's a she's an attorney and I was like okay great I am looking for someone to help me with the 501c3 um uh-uh. right and she was like do you know my eight-year-old has a nonprofit? the guy the little kid outside nine-year-old who I haven't even seen because he was playing with my boys yeah he was like he collected shower caps and um other things like masks for frontline workers President Obama wrote about him I'll send you his website link oh please do that is amazing (laughs) and she was like you know if it, it was so amazing because she was like I wasn't on social media so there were like cars coming by my house and like congratulating me and someone let me know that like one of my friends called and they were like President Obama talked about Zoheib (laughs) this is a nine-year-old who is making such I felt like this small in front of that boy because you could see in his eyes because he he was a cancer survivor so he had this compassion for doctors and frontline workers so he basically collected protective gear for them and look at his idea everyone one of his ads were a doctor and they were like we don't have an because everyone is using masks and we need something to cover our hair so he contacted hotels oh my gosh and since no one was and he started collecting shower caps and then masks and then he started to make masks and then now the boy has three years later Disney sponsorship and all those amazing sponsorships and he 
does so much work and she was like you know what I'm gonna show tell you everything we'll meet over coffee and let me help you in any way I can and I just felt like dropping to my knees oh god and I was like oh my goodness there's so much we're just holding back we keep on oh my god who am I to make that extra dollar I already made you know I'm never gonna make a million so what's the I actually this is what triggered me last year so I was at someone's house and we usually go and we spend a lot of time there and they're very close family friends and he was we were talking about if I want to go back to work because it would pay for 401k and all of that rather than a business because they never I never worry about those things and I think (laughs) corporate people really do and he was like oh if you're making that much that's great it's not like you're gonna make a couple of hundred thousand dollars like dentists do and I was like you know what next time I'm here I'm gonna tell you I made a couple of hundred thousand dollars (laughs) that sounds like a challenge such a trigger I was like (laughs) Yeah, really? What do you think you're not going to make? Oh, I've been told that there's a 0% chance, 0% chance that I could do a different business. That's not something that I've already been doing. And it just makes me think, okay, well, we'll see in a couple of years if that's the truth, because I see it all. Like I see how it. A couple of years, I give you the end of this December and I tell you, I know you're going for coaching. And there's no better coach than a woman who has stayed at home, who has taken care of the kids, who has survived all that torture of (laughs) not being on time, being, you know, there's so much. I still remember like either first it's like, did you have, do you have kids? If you don't have kids, why don't you have kids? Why don't, what's going on? Once you have kids, are you breastfeeding them? Are you giving them formula? Oh. Then what school they're going to? It's like it's a lot that you have already this pressure. And once yes. you become what you become, I think the same people will be like, we knew it. We knew it. You would do it. Yeah. So it's really about you. What makes you happy? Yeah. I was in the most resistant state for coaching. But when I see women in my boutique who are just struggling, even with like multi six figure um, salaries, yeah, just like you have so much talent. Why don't you do something or at least start enjoying your own money? Yes, I swear to you, Amy, like if you ask them what's their favorite color and there's so many just they wouldn't know. Yeah. But they would know what everyone what do you else's do for favorite fun? color no. in their family is. They would know what their favorite ice cream flavor is or their favorite meals. They're the keeper of all the secrets. That's what I call it. Moms are keepers of all the secrets. And nobody yeah. else, for some reason in the family, does that. I don't know why, but this is just our job. We've given, given it to ourselves. And then I catch myself like, oh, wait, I don't have, I don't have to do all that. Like, and mine are getting older. Like I've got two in college now. And then I've got one who's a freshman in high school and I'm still like, okay, he can, he can, he can do these things and I can do my thing. And it's going to make me feel better. If I take, I remember one day he called me from gym and he's like, mom, I forgot my red shorts. They have to wear red shorts every day. It's like their uniform for gym. And yeah. I'm just about to sit down to meditate. Sorry, Charlie, if you hear this story, but it's true. And so <laughs> my son's name is Charlie. So I was like, hey, what's up? And he goes, oh, I forgot my shorts and I really need them. I live five minutes away from the school, but I said, Charlie, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't, I can't bring them to you. I'm sorry. It just, I'm, I'm in the middle of something. I didn't even say I was working or anything. I didn't make up anything. I just, and I thought, you know what? Number one, he needs to learn that he needs to prepare the night before. And if I keep running up there and bringing his stuff every time, he's never going to figure that out. So that's number one. Number two, it's time for me to sit down and meditate. And this is the 20 minutes I have to do it. And I'm going to do it by golly. And so I said, I love you. Good luck. Click, hung up the phone, turned my phone off did my meditation. I was like, okay, I relaxed. I got it all in there. And then I turned my phone back on and he was, he had texted me and said, oh, never mind. I just found them. Like, 
Okay, of course you figured it out. Everybody has to have the opportunity to figure it out, but we just put so much pressure on ourselves to be that for everyone instead of realizing that we got to put that oxygen mask on ourselves first. We've got to take care of ourselves first or nobody's going to benefit from any of it. You know, and I I remember skipping showers. I was not able to take showers. Yeah, it was, but... I think we have so much to share and so much energy to give because we, and especially you with like college going kids, it's, it's so much. My younger one just started school on Monday and he was one before going to school. He was like, no showers, no going out with friends. Basically mom cannot do anything while he's gone. No, pause your life. He is. Like, pause it. You can sit down and you can cook. And actually, you don't worry about cooking. When I come home, then you can cook. Yeah. But it was so Wait funny. The first, the first day, he was he didn't even realize anything because, like, we just got there. They picked them, they took them out of the car and he went to class. Um, and But the older one told me he was crying and he was like, I was so heartbroken because his tears were on my shirt. So the oh. older one is, like, extra emotional. And I was, and that was the time I was like, Wally, that's what the eldest one's name is. I was like, Wally, you're only responsible for yourself. Yep. You're not responsible for a moment. He's going to have a hard time. He should be happy that his friend, because he was so worried about it to the extent that he forgot his lunchbox. He didn't eat his oh. lunch because moment oh. was so sad. And oh. while he was telling me the story, Moment was like laughing his ass having the best off time. He I know. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, "What are you talking about? I'm fine." <laughs> Isn't that? So- <laughs> oh gosh, that is so true. And I'm the oldest in my family, and I took that role on, you know, taking care of everybody all the time. I see my daughter do it in our family. She's always trying to, like, you know, it's just amazing how we take on these roles, and then we realize we don't even have to do that. Like you just really it's so unfair. It's so unfair and it's so unfair to you. It's unfair to your children. And I tell that I see I'm the third one. So I was kind of always like, I could care less about what was going. I mean, I was very sensitive towards like certain things, but yeah. for some odd reason, money was never an issue for me until I got married. And then I realized, okay, you better start yeah, like, me too. thinking about money and <laughs> yeah, um, where it's going to come from. And I noticed that when I was working for nonprofits as well, where I saw like, you know, the money just fumbles and the, like the way, you know, everyone's getting paid and where it's supposed to go. There's only a fraction of the fraction of the fraction of the amount, which is making the difference. Mm-hmm. And I just read it on the website of the little boy I was telling you about. It's not about the donation. It's about making the difference. Mm-hmm. And I want to make so much money that when I start a nonprofit, I take care of all those expenses. So when you pay the money, it goes directly where it's supposed to go. And I'm sure we can all manage to pay for those expenses rather than letting others pay for it. And that's why I want to step into coaching. I want to explore all my options and show women that they can make a change. It doesn't, you don't have to be a millionaire. You don't have to make six figures. It's just the smallest things that Mm -hmm. the expansions, my employees back home have been able to make. Oh, I want you to talk about absolutely amazing. Will you tell the story about the school? Because that I was just bawling, crying. It it was the best story. And it was just, oh, this is what inspired me the most about, but go ahead and tell that story about the school and how you sold the scarves. I love that. Um, So one of my clients, she had a coworker who is from an area called Hunza. And Hunza is basically at the border of China and Pakistan. Pakistan and China share borders. Hunza is the only community that is, the literacy rate is 100% because they have their own ruler. And it's like that community is extremely vibrant. Mm-hmm. 
So there was this school in Hunza Valley, but a little bit secluded. And the school only had 25 children. So Hunza Valley is like the, the government uh, in that area said that, you know, we'll give you the building, but we cannot run the school because we need at least 50 kids. So you have a choice of either funding the school on your own. And those people are poor. They are not, you know, they're not the elite. Or you can, there's another school 10 kilometers away. And it's like treacherous. It's like, it's a treacherous way. The mountains are like the rocky mountains. And it's, 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 it's not possible because it snows half the year. So people were actually forced to move. They were thinking about moving because the school they cannot promote, like, you know, they cannot sustain. And then they had to move because of that. So the co-workers saw it on Facebook that they are looking for funding if they, someone can fund. And I loved the community because they were, it, they said they will give a part as well, whatever they can make, but they need this amount of money in order for the school to run. So I spoke to, she reached out to me um, and she was like, you know, this is what's happening. And I was like, you know what? I have an idea. I just recently had gotten these hand um, embroidered scarves and you could use them as like, you know, decor at home or even like as South Asians, like they wear it like a scarf or even anyone can wear it. So I was like, I was going to sell them for $60 each. I sat down that night and I was like, okay, so if I sell those and give the entire amount, it would still be $240. What if we do raffle tickets? So my client is very, it's, she's very influential and she's very well known here. So I was like, I gave her an idea. I was like, rather than me taking pictures of the scarves, why don't you put them on? She's absolutely gorgeous. So she, and take pictures and let's just spread them on the social media. Yeah. I think we ended up raising about 2,100 from that. Oh my God. Uh, and that's what they needed for those nine months. And the school is able to sustain itself ever since then with different donors. The word got out. And she was telling me all it takes, if you want to support a student for an entire year, all it takes is $500. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, and here, you know, in the United States, that's crazy. That's not the, that's crazy. <laughs> I know it. That's and like that's that two you... weeks for my kids. Two, like, yeah. that's what I pay. Like, that's like a weekly Montessori, even more, actually. Year. I mean, it's just, we just are so in a bubble here and we just, you know, we, we make up things to be worried about and upset about, and we don't go out in nature and we don't, you know, we just get in our little tizzy and our little, oh, this happened and that happened. And I can't believe, and I mean, I remember, so we just had a huge storm in Dallas. It was called a thousand year flood. Did you hear about that? Mm -hmm. I didn't even think it was that bad. I thought it was really pretty, but the night that the storm hit, it was beautiful, but our electricity went out a couple of times, which mm -hmm. is normal. And when it came back on, we didn't get full power. We had a couple of lights. It was the most random thing. We couldn't make coffee. Our garage door was shut. We couldn't open it. Our air conditioners were out, which that really sucked. But everything else was okay. I had a couple, of, our TV worked, like it was weird. And for 48 hours, we didn't have electricity and we didn't have a TV or we didn't have a washer and dryer or whatever. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is so, uh, you know, what am oh, I going to yeah. do? And, da, da, da. and my son looked at me and he goes, mom, we have a roof over our heads. I mean, it's raining outside. It's not that bad. We'll be okay. And I thought, oh, you're so right. Like we are looking, I'm looking at this the wrong way. I'm a little uncomfortable for two nights. I mean, it wasn't the end of the world. I still was able to do everything I needed to do. So it's just all in your perspective and just, it's so easy to look at it the good way, but we just, it's, you know, we just don't do it. I mean, my cousin was telling me a story who, who is also my manager for this business and who is also managing the financial part of this food drive that I'm like, I've recently started to do. And she was like, 
we met one of the women who are, we are giving food to. So what she would do is what she would collect scrap after working at different houses as a maid. And I think I mentioned at the retreat, like it's a maid gets paid $25 a month, a <gasps> month. Oh my gosh. And she's at your place for three to four hours doing everything. And that money, most of it goes for either their rent or the bills. Uh, um, which is heartbreaking. So she, what she did was she collected scrap and recycling stuff after her work. And she said, I make average of 300 rupees, which means a dollar and 50 cents. She was like, I save a hundred, which is 50 cents. And then for the rest, I just buy whatever food I can buy for my kids that night. Oh my gosh. That's and if they don't, if they if I don't make the money, then sometimes I just put the pan and the water on and the steam. They think something is cooking and then they go to sleep. Oh, God. So and that that's just one story. But if you can give them and I was like, I don't even care what I raise. Like, let's start with at least two meals. Yeah. And it came to me this morning. I was like, just imagine even for us, when we work the entire day and someone gives us food, that's like the best thing. I, I still remember like when, wow, me, like with the business, I'm so tired. For us, it's easy. You just take out. But like, it's so nice sometimes when the neighbors send in something. Oh, it's just, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Like, or when you imagine, have a baby. <laughs> that's when I would get it. Imagine the, it's. I mean, not only they're getting the food because they only eat one meal at night. Usually they work during the day. And I was like, they're a, they're getting food. And they since they have eaten and they're not going to sleep hungry, they get that sleep as well. And maybe just like Kathy says, they might get a good download and that would might change their lives. Make them So sm something small, like I was buying Starbucks earlier and I was like, oh my God, a caramel macchiato grande is like almost six dollars. Yeah. And literally for seven fifty you can feed a family seven dollars and fifty cents for a family to be fed that night. That's the entire family and, and they have like four kids and all of that. So it's just like making the little difference and maybe someone else will hear this and they want to start it in their community or wherever they can. And it's like one candle lighting another. And I just want to light a million candles. Oh. Hopefully. And you will, you, and you are, you're already doing it. Like you're totally doing it. And I hope to do it too. Like that's why we're all doing this work because we just want people to feel good so that they can go and light their own candles and they can feel great in their communities and make magic happen there. I mean, it's like I, I read somewhere, miracles are what's supposed to happen. And we just yes. get in the way. Like yes. magic is what is supposed to happen every day of your life. And we just don't see it because we're so busy with our stories and our negative and our all the, you know, our resistance and blocks and all that crazy stuff. If we can just set that down. And just see what's, I mean, just the fact that you can feed a family for $7 and 50 cents, like that is, of course we should all be doing that. So I hope it can be like yeah. the <laughs> smallest thing, like with the, just one business who, which I like has just started, I give it a couple of hours a day or like, you know, sometimes I just have that flexibility, but what we need to understand is a single project, A, takes care of four women in Pakistan. They are, they get a mental expansion. They are able to start their own businesses. They are able to help others. They're able to travel. One of them bought their own car. Oh, um, awesome. It's, that's just one aspect. And there's so many little things that you can do around community. It was like, Eid time, which is like our Christmas last year, and I started doing that ever since COVID, I always have inventory in hand, right? So I asked a couple of people if they knew families who are here who cannot afford new clothing on Eid. And they sent me the information. I packed the bags. And it was so amazing that the, those people never expected new clothes. 
they expected something that was already born. So when they saw like outfits for everyone with tags, they were so happy. And I don't know who they are. I just got their messages. Yeah. And they just know I I mean it just it can be just transparent. It's all it takes is a smile to make someone's day. So and I have read it. Um I think it's I have you read the book called Stop Worrying and Start Living? No. By but, uh, Dale Cur- oh my gosh. I think your kids should read it. I would like wh- who's I it read that Dale Carnegie? Oh yeah, Carnegie. I I haven't read it, but of course I'm going to have to go get it now. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> you it's absolutely I mean I would make the kids read it. I even if they don't read, put it in the car, something in the Audible. Yeah. Cuz I'm just heartbroken it's not it wasn't in our high school curriculum cuz those things are needed. So one of the stories in that book was like you know a man never had children he raised his nephew the nephew went into army and he passed away this man was just miserable that you know god just likes to punish me i had one kid and he's gone just in a very terrible state and the whole point of that book was someone came and told him as he was about to take his life for 15 days you are going to do one nice thing to one person don't know what it go just go walk outside whoever needs your help go help them yeah and do that for 15 days and within 15 days meeting 15 people like just kind of raised his energy and he realized there's so much more than just you know holding grief i mean grief never leaves you um right it but there 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 has to be a purpose for us to be like here walking taking up the space and taking up the air that we take and we all breathe the same air as i said before and i we, we all our hearts beat the same way you know everything feels the same i if you touch fire it's going to burn you it, it just there's so much that united then you know it there's not much that divides us in any way hope people get the message like the smallest projects you do can make so many differences on so many levels. Well, I think that's good homework for everybody that's listening is just if you could just try for even 7 days do one thing nice for one person, it doesn't have to cost you any money and just see I I have a little book club that I started a year ago because I've always wanted to do a self-help book club and mm-hmm. I I don't know. I just wanted Amazing. to do Amazing. I yeah. would love to be a part of it. So fun. And it's like in in my little community there's like 10 of us and we meet every Thursday for coffee and breakfast and we just talk about whatever book we're reading. I told everybody in the group I was like I want you this week to send a love letter to one of the girls in the book in the book club. Like a little text and just say, mm-hmm. "Hey, I think you are so sweet and you smile so pretty and i loved it when you said this at at book club the other day or something like that but what i noticed is whenever you give those away you feel so much better than when you better. get them i mean it's like twofold you're giving it away to somebody it's making them feel better but also you feel so great just because i mean i feel better giving a compliment than getting one you know it's like you said exactly so, I just love that. I think everyone should go out and try for 15 days like you said and do something nice for someone one time a day and that's it and just see how the ripple effect from that. That'd be so fun. It's so easy now. You have the entire world in front of you through yes. Instagram. All you have to do is just pick up your phone, write the Richie Norton story I told you yes. guys yesterday. All you have to do is just raise your voice and just like raise your phone and say a nice compliment. Yes. You know, I I see what you are doing, you are making a difference in someone's life. And that's all that matters. And I think Kathy said it once and I have I've known so many people who have said it where they were almost going to end whatever they were doing because they didn't see anything. And it was just I bet it was a block, but they would get a message here and there and saying that it's making a difference and that's all that matters it if this converse, 
conversation reaches to one person and then that person tells another person, it just, this is so worth it. Yes. I so agree. I, I mean, I could talk to you all day. <laughs> I know. I'm really good. I know we were supposed to end like a long time ago. I'm sure you have a million things, but um, before we go, please tell everyone where they can find you and, and all your, I'm going to drop everything in the link so we can do even some of those, pro, those things you were talking about, your food drive. And the, I'd love for you to share those with my listeners, but also tell us where we can find you and your new programs that you're rolling out and all that stuff. Okay. So Wow Meme is my retail business where I sell ethnic clothing. Um, by this weekend, you will have a link for the food drive that I'm doing in Pakistan. Um, and all the details, you can sponsor a meal or you can sponsor 10 families, um, how, whatever. Every, even if you can donate 50 cents, oh. it matters because 50 cents would buy you at this point five pieces of bread. So you are still, you are still making a difference. Just remember that. And so you will find a link in, on my website, but my Instagram handles are at let's come forward. That's where my coaching and all my um, charity works takes place. And then wow meme is the retail side, which is at www.meem at wow meme i'll also send you like in britain so everyone can click on it and i am starting my mastermind starting october i will i am having 30 minute discovery calls they can i'm sure they will last longer yeah um, but if you're <laughs> someone who keeps on getting these ideas of freedom and resources i tell you nothing is better than entrepreneurship and it's not that hard i never studied business i never thought i would have a business but it rolls out for you trust me the world is there for you and it's gonna make your dreams come true oh i love it that's so awesome and you know what i we forgot to do and this is one of my favorite things to ask is what is your favorite thing right now that you can't live without and i forgot to start with that which is what i always do so what is your favorite thing in the world right now that you can't live without my kids the boys, okay. and my <laughs> husband yes yeah. my family <laughs> oh I love it that's so good and they're so lucky to have you and you just glow and I just love this conversation thank you so much for talking to me and all of my audience and I can't wait to just see what happens and what kind of magic we can make happen together this is amazing thank you so much if you are still here for sticking around I think we might be new best friends. And also, I know how important and precious your time is, so I can't tell you how much it means to me that you spend it with me. So thank you for that. If you could, do me a huge favor and subscribe to the podcast so that you'll never miss an episode. Also, I would love to hear your thoughts, so if you could leave a review, that would mean the world to me. And tell me what you liked, what you didn't like, what you'd like to hear more of. And that would just help me so much in the future. So thank you so much for that. Please follow me at Amy Elkman on Instagram and Facebook. And that is spelled A-I-M-E-E-E-L-K-M-A-N. And if you really liked what you heard today and you want to hear more, please join my free Facebook group, it's called the Ace Your Life Facebook group, and it's at Amy Elkman on Facebook. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. I can't wait to talk to you next time. Thanks. Love y'all.